0: hey everybody welcome to a friday edition of spits and suds on 105.3 the fan i'm gavin spittle joined my my buddy from ep ringside d magazine chap shots and more he's our nhl guru he's sean shapiro heading into the weekend how are you my friend
1: i'm pretty good i'm pretty good it's a friday can't complain and yeah. uh no it's it was it was a it's been a, it's been a good week so uh yeah, things are uh, things are going well here.
0: Okay, stars fans, trap game tonight. Trap game tonight. Trap game tonight. I know we're all looking forward to Colorado, but I give you the Arizona Coyotes at home with a twenty twelve and four record. Sean Shapiro, they got to get up for this game tonight too.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think it looking purely at the nature of the next opponent, I think it's uh it feels like a trap game, but I do also think there is a, I think the schedule does set up well enough where when you don't, when you go from playing Tuesday to like, if, if this had, if, if this had been with two days between games, I feel like it's hard for a game to get lost. So I think maybe that's a little bit of a, I think that's a beneficial part of the schedule on this one, where if this was a Tuesday, Thursday, and the back-to-back was Thursday, Friday, I'd be a little bit more worried about trap game. But I, I do think the schedule at least, and maybe that's just the optimist in me, I do think the schedule at least plays a little bit better for this not to be, to feel like a trap game. And I also think you have to use, if you're the stars, I know, people say oh we focus on what's going on ourselves and everything like that fact the minnesota wild have won 3 in a row you're not necessarily always looking at the opponent just on the other side of the ice you got to keep pace with them so yeah definitely everything you said is 100% correct and i'm just trying to play the optimist here where hopefully uh, you avoid that uh you avoid that 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 happening with with arizona tonight because yeah. it is a team where it, it it's it's got a uh The them playing in Mullet Arena, which is holds the five on on the campus of Arizona State, holds five thousand people. Um, I had one player earlier this season describe it to me, where it's kind of similar to. um, It feels kind of similar to playing in Florida, where where Florida for a different Florida has a the building is the Panthers. They don't really have great attendance, um, and the building's kind of hollow and empty and everything. But the Panthers have always been good at home. And someone and one this player kind of described it to me as uh, the uh, the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter in Florida, the Panthers players are used to playing with that environment all the time. And I do. And he said, and this player brought up that he felt there's a bit of a similar vibe to. That for the Arizona players where it's a unique building it's it's a different spot where so many nhl buildings just feel the same and that when you go into one that feels different all of a sudden it can be it can have that little bit of that edge so i think that may be something to do with 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 the coyotes obviously they're very good at home they're terrible on the road uh it's uh you got to win this one, though. If you're Dallas, you right, you definitely like, have to win you, this. You have to win this one. That's it's 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 a it's there's no there's no excuse.
0: So when we think of Arizona, we think of a team that is in the Connor Bernard sweepstakes. But one thing that's lost in the shuffle that we've mentioned here on Spits and Suds is the season that Clayton Keller's having, and that's a player to watch. Twenty four years old. 36 goals, 13 point win streak right now. That's the longest point streak since Dale Howarchuk. That's how long who had an 18 game uh, point streak. That's the uh, record for the organization. So he's kind of lost in the shuffle, but uh, he's having quite the year this year for the Yotes.
1: I mean, he's having the he's having the equivalent of the he's having the he's the obviously Eric Carlson is the golden example of outstanding year on a really bad team uh Clayton keller is the second on that team i mean he's got 81 points. i mean 81 points in 75 games is, is 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 a remarkable fact in itself but the fact of the matter is he has i'm doing quick math here so everyone bear with me the fact he has 27 more points than the next highest player in arizona and there's only two other and and the fact that there's that big of a gap between him and the next highest point producer and Nick Schmaltz, it's uh, it is, it's definitely it's a great underrated season because of what's getting lost there, and it's one of those things where when you see a guy playing like that, I, I really hope for his sake that things that, that things flip. That, that, that he gets to see the turnaround in this at some point, because sometimes when you see those guys who put in the, the work like this, when the team is so bad and then they never see the payday at the end, you feel that bad. So someday I hope Clayton Keller gets to see success in Arizona. Cause he's got the extension there signed and all that stuff. And he's playing like a great player. Uh, it's uh, and with what he's doing on that team, just imagine what he could be doing on a better team with some real some real talent around
0: him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And for those that say, well, it's just the coyotes. I mean, the organization functionally has not been the best. Um, but you look, they picked up Connor Geeky with the eleventh pick uh last year. He's having a really good year for the Winnipeg Ice. He's eighteen years old, and you know, he looks like a top prospect. And if they get Bedard, and it was interesting, Sean, I was thinking the other night as the Stars were playing that ugly game in Chicago against the Hawks, as they're in the Bedard sweepstakes as well, I'm like, wow. I was like, we could have Connor Bedard in the Central. I have mixed emotions about that. It's great to see. It's kind of like when Connor McDavid comes to town, and if Bedard is all that that everyone says he is and what appears to be Is that a good thing or bad thing that he's in your division?
1: I mean, I I think it's as the hockey fan, I I think for our role as a hockey fan, you want that in your division. You want to see the best players every night as, as much as possible. You want to like, it's a shame. It's a shame that people in Dallas only get to see Sidney Crosby once a year. Like it's just, it's the fact of the matter. It's just how the schedule works. You only get to see, like you want to see if you're a hockey fan, you want to see the best players as much as possible. And, uh, now if you're a looking at it selfishly for how do we win more games and you're probably hoping he ends up in Columbus or, uh, or somewhere, somewhere out East. And then, so you only, so then you don't have to worry about him being a, really a factor until uh, other than, other than two days a year. So um, for, I I look at it we've talked about Bedard. If I, if I'm trying to take away any like space where I, I'd like to see him go. And I've mentioned this before. I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I'd like to actually see him end up in Columbus, just from the perspective where as much as, well, some teams have tanked pretty blatantly. I feel like Columbus is actually in this position legitimately, but has at the same time tried to make swings. So like, I would love to see Columbus when it got Johnny Goudreau, they sign lineated the extension this year, just fell off the rails with all the injuries. Like Columbus to me is one where I'd like to see him go there because I feel like that creates a really damn exciting team, but from a stars fan perspective, like you want to see if, if, especially if you're going to a lot of games, you want to see the best players as often as possible. Hockey's better when you get to see the best players. And this kid is, I watched some video on him earlier this week. He's, he's just fun, man. He's so fun to watch. That's
0: great. So many young stars in the NHL right now. And so many young stars coming up and just the skill set is just tremendous. So, uh, really excited about the future of, uh, of this league. We did get some news that Scott Wedgwood is being loaned to the AHL's Texas stars. So my assumption is that the stars uh, play a back-to-back this weekend at Cedar park. So he will either play tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, So it's interesting because the Texas stars are in a pretty tight race in the AHL um, as far as playoff seating. So, Kind of wedgwood. Um, you know, I said this the other day, it's not it's not the NHL, but a heightened AHL as far as playoff type atmosphere is uh never a bad thing when you want to get back in the action.
1: Yeah, we we do know Scott Wedgewood is gonna start on Friday. Okay. He's gonna to start tonight. We know that for sure. Um Steven Mizer down at Hundred Degree Hockey, who does a great job with the Texas Stars coverage is uh He uh, reported that yesterday that Wedgwood will be starting on the conditioning stint. Um, it's, uh, it's a good environment for, obviously it's, it's, I know it's, it's, it's a very good environment for Wedgwood to go down and play. Um, Texas is going to be, I think they'll technically, I think they need one more point to technically clinch a playoff spot, but them in Milwaukee are in a tight race for number one in the central, um, and uh, those are the, that's a it's it's a good spot for Wedgewood. Um, I would imagine with uh, it's we I I and mean, we don't have the full goaltending plan for Dallas yet. But I do wonder just because since they've been in place since Tuesday, and um, obviously they may make a decision based off how things look for um, on how things look. And how, on and how he looks, on the uh, on how Wedgewood looks tonight, and everything like that. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Jake Ottinger both games of the back-to-back. Like it's, I know he's a uh, seeing him play. it wouldn't be it would, would it wouldn't really be that stunning, especially if Wedgewood looks good tonight to see Ottinger play both game play tonight against Arizona tomorrow against Colorado, and then Wedgewood gets the start against Nashville on monday like i wouldn't in in the nh in the nhl so i wouldn't be surprised if we see both Ottinger both games because honestly i would do it because i think you didn't play him since tuesday he hasn't played since tuesday um if you have wedgwood ready for monday he would have two he would have four days to four days to recover before the thursday game against philly um I don't know. I think tonight's the night that you I think this is the weekend you give Jake both games of the back to back because of the schedule around it.